Hello and welcome to the Van Foodster Podcast. I am your host, Richard Wallach, covering the food scene in and around the Vancouver area, across Canada and beyond. This is episode 61 of the Van Foodster podcast. In this week's episode, I talk about the staff shortage situation in the Vancouver area currently. I will then feature my recent trip to Victoria featuring BC Ferries, Honda Canada, Part and Parcel, Sherwood Restaurant, Standard Pizza, Foo Asian Eatery, St. Cecilia Coffee, Working Culture Bread, The Bikery, Maize, Esquimalt Roasting Company, and Wild Mountain. I will feature the Vancouver Cake Challenge, and I will talk about the Vegano Foods Meal Kit Service. And lastly, I will feature the Too Good To Go app. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Van Foodster, as well as the visit VancouverFoodster.com for everything food in Vancouver and beyond. We'll get on with this week's episode. I just did a recent trip to Victoria, a place that I actually haven't been in a while. Actually, I was there back in, in June, but it was a different kind of trip, and I wasn't really on a foodie mission. This time around, though, I was. And uh, thank you to Honda Canada and to BC Ferries for uh, taking care of the transportation over to Victoria. Uh, Honda driving the uh, Honda Insight. It's a wonderful car, very smooth ride, and very low, very great, very good on gas. It's a, it's a hybrid, so it actually kind of charges while you're driving, keeps the battery uh, up there, and uh, doesn't use much gas in the process, which is great. And uh, BC Ferries, of course, uh, getting over Victoria these days. Uh, uh, it's all about safety, and um, the way to go is BC Ferries, and uh, everybody's masked. It was all very, very, very well set up for the uh, voyage over, and it's a quick trip, but an hour and a half or so, and we're over there. So first restaurant we went to check out is a restaurant I had heard about. It's probably been open a couple years now. It's called Part and Parcel. It was in Quadra uh, Village. So this is an area of Victoria I actually have not been to before, and I've been to Victoria for many, many times over the years, but this is one area I had not been to called Quadra Village. So it's not downtown. It's a bit north of the downtown area, but the restaurant was phenomenal. Uh, we went for lunch. Um, I believe the lunch and dinner menu are similar. They have a few more dishes at dinner that they don't have for lunch, but uh, very, very tasty. I had a rice and pickle bowl with grilled lemongrass chicken, which was very good. Uh, they have this pickle bowl, and they have different additions. You can do fried chicken if you want. You can do um, the, what I did, the lemongrass chicken. You can have vegetables. There's different ways around it, but it's a great bowl, very healthy. came with all these different um, components to it. Uh, Larry had the charred broccoli sandwich, of course, which I tried, and that was really very good. I did a toss-up for me of having the sandwich or the bowl, but I went with the bowl, but I got to taste his sandwich. It was very good. Whoever does a charred broccoli sandwich sounds weird it was very good and my friend steve had the kamut jungle or sorry the uh kamut fried chicken sandwich uh he said his was good he really liked it uh we also had a kamut jungle cookie uh for dessert which was also very good so check them out uh, part and parcel in the quadra uh street village area in uh victoria another spot I had not been to before it's called sherwood uh, it's actually a restaurant slash coffee bar. It's owned by the same people that own Habit Coffee in Victoria. That is actually one of my longtime favorite cafes. But I didn't actually get to Habit this time. I got to Sherwood. 
uh, for, Cano, for Cortano, uh, which was great. I just to meet up with a friend and uh, do a little catch-up chat, but it was great to visit Sherwood. So nice little spot right in the heart of downtown Victoria. And then another spot I did, what uh, a takeout spot. I've been hearing about this restaurant called Standard Pizza for ages. It's a pizzeria. It's, a, it's rated very highly on Google. My friend, my foodie friends in Victoria all told me to go there. Uh, another another bakery told me that it was their favorite spot. So like, shout out to uh, Working Culture Bread for uh, the suggestion to try Standard Pizza. I, I tried back when I was there in the summer and... Uh, Due to the heat wave, they were closed. So this time around, I got to try it, and uh, I'm glad I did. They're at 1515 Cook Street. I just did a kale pizza to go. It was very tasty crust, a wood fire crust, um, very very good. A lemon wedge on top, and you squeeze that on there. It was very very tasty. So check them out. They have a uh, kind of limited hours. They're like 5 to 9 p.m. They're not open every night, um, and you just have to place an order in advance and just head on in and pick it up. But um, I thought that was a great spot. I kind of did a dinner that night is in sort of two parts to it. This was the first part. The second part was Foo Asian Eatery. They're over on Yates Street. I think it was Yates and I can't remember the cross. Yates and Blanchard, I believe it was. Uh, they've been there for a long time. And I have been to this restaurant many times over the years. So uh, that's a chance to try something different this time. I always have the same dish when I'm there. But this time around, I had the Kung, po Kung Pao Tofu. That was very tasty, a bit spicy, but it was very good over rice. We also tried a couple cookies. The food cookie with the butterscotch, miso, and almond was my favorite. Over the other one, which the food cookie was white chocolate, ginger, and sesame. It's just a sort of a preference. I really like how the, the miso and the almond and the butterscotch played together. A very tasty cookie. So food Asian eater, you can try them downtown Victoria. And then headed over the next day to my favorite, one of my favorite cafes in Victoria, which I don't get to too often, but... Uh, I did this time around St. Cecilia Coffee. It's just a great little spot. Um, they're on, I believe it was Yates Street as well. I'm not going to streets mixed up. I think it was Yates Street. Uh, very, very close to Johnson Street, uh, right downtown um, core. And they're all about bringing in like the world's top coffees. Coffees from roasters, mostly in Europe, or, or that you find, uh, some in the United States, that some of you find that you, you don't really see here in this part of the world. If you... If you're going third wave coffee, you know, coffee shop hunting in the U.S., you may find some of these. But uh, I don't believe anybody in the Vancouver area is carrying most of the coffees that they're now featuring. Uh, and they're pretty much the only ones in Victoria featuring these coffees. So uh, there was a coffee that was kind of because La Cabra, La Cabra coffee. I believe this one was from Scandinavia somewhere. I don't exactly remember where, but they had their we had their Kenyan coffee and the Cortado that I had. It was very, very yummy. Um, we also had an espresso there uh, made with their, um, another one, it was Ugandan coffee, I believe. Uh, so, no, sorry, not Ugandan, it was an Ecuadorian coffee. Um, so they've got some really good coffees from around the world. It's a great shop. They sell actually clothes, beautiful men's and women's clothing in there. And uh, they've got this coffee bar, and it's basically you get espresso with milk, or you get espresso, or you get coffee. That's it, straight up. So very, very pure there. Um, they now have a they're now doing baking. The last time I was there a couple of years ago, they did not have any baking, so now they do. They have a Scandinavian baker. Um, the bakery, uh, the owner is from um, Scandinavia himself, so it's great that he's actually got a baker coming in and making uh, different uh, items for them. So they, we tried the kennel balloon. It was a cinnamon carbon bun, and I really liked that because it was like kind of knot, and it wasn't very sweet, which was great. And the skull broad, and that was a custard and coconut um, but so very, very tasty. So check them out when you're in Victoria. If you live in Victoria, 
I'm sure you've been to the spot, but uh, check them out. Find them on Instagram at St. Cecilia Victoria. And then we headed over to one of my favorite bakeries. So I actually had attempted to go there when I was over there at the end of June, this uh, summer. But due to the crazy heat wave that everybody experienced in this part of the world, um, they're, um, they, they had all these problems in the bakery and the, and the machines shut down. And I was only able to try a couple things. So I was like, I have to go back. I have to go back. So finally, my, my latest visit, we went back there. And of course, no no heat wave this time around. And um, it's Adam and Jess's place. I think they just do a fantastic job in Victoria. Uh, I tried a few different things. Uh, mostly took to go this time. Uh, the uh, olive and lemon zest sourdough, of course, which I've made a uh, grilled cheese sandwich at home yesterday. It was very, very good. I also tried their cinnamon bun, which I had been hearing about. My friends are telling me about the cinnamon bun. My friend Steve's always talking about the cinnamon bun. So finally got to try their cinnamon bun. Uh, we shared that, and it was really yummy. I uh, also tried their smoked cheese pretzels. It was very good. And we had an Nanaimo bar, and you can't go wrong with an Nanaimo bar. So I love Nanaimo bars. So that was just a great visit. In uh, If you're in Victoria, if you're not in Victoria, if you're in Vancouver, and you're heading over there, Working Culture Bread, check them out. They're on Douglas Street, 2500 block, Douglas. It's not downtown. It's just north of downtown. Check their hours. I believe they're only open Wednesday to Sunday currently. And, and get there early because you get there early, you'll get your pick of everything they've got on to offer. Um, their pies also look good. I did not have a pie that day, but uh, the pies do look really good. So next time I get over there, we'll, I'll try the pie. And then another bakery. So obviously you can see we were on a, kind of a bakery hunt that day because there were – a bunch of bakeries I had not been to before or had I wanted to go back to to try something else. So that's what we did. Headed over to the Bikery Bakery. Uh, this is their, it's Victoria's only kosher bakery. It's actually Vancouver Island's only kosher bakery. I had been there before. My last visit I was there. But this time around, um, our friend Steve was talking about everything bagels. That's his favorite bagel. And he's like, you've got to get the everything bagels. So that's what we did this time. We picked up every, everything bagels. And basically, it's like everything on it. And picked up a challah uh, for Friday night, although I didn't have it Friday night. I had it on Saturday, but that's what I wanted to try that. So we definitely got to try that. They are located in the Victoria Public Market, right downtown Victoria. And then another spot. Now, this is a spot I had heard about recently. Had not been there. I didn't really know much about it. I know that the owner was uh, following me on Instagram, and I really wanted to meet him to see what everything that he was about. So um, it's a sizzle shop. It's on Fisgard Street. It's located in Chinatown. It's called My Ease. And basically it's tortilla. It's a Mexican shop. And it's great to see how diverse the culture is in Victoria now that you've got a Mexican shop in the heart of Chinatown. I love it. And I think they're doing a wonderful job there. So through the pandemic, you know, opening during COVID, during the pandemic, this little shop and they've got they're really rolling now and they make uh, tortillas from corn pure corn tortillas with no preservatives in it and uh, they're selling to a lot of stores in the Vancouver area already a lot of grocery stores in, in sorry not Vancouver in Victoria cities mixed up but uh, in the Victoria area they're selling to a lot of grocery stores now uh, it's available up island through Nanaimo and um, and in the southern part of Vancouver Island you can get uh, these tortillas, and I really hope that he make they are able to be um, sold over the Vancouver area soon. Like, uh, cross my fingers. Anybody who's listening has a restaurant, and you want to have some really good tortillas, you got to get in touch with my ease. Get in touch with Chef Israel and get yourself some of these uh, tortillas into your restaurant. A lot of restaurants are in Victoria are also selling these or sort of using it in their cooking. A lot of their dishes now are using his tortillas, including the Empress Hotel. 
Um, the restaurant is also using his tortillas. So uh, while we were there, we tried a few other items, tried their hot chocolate. And this was very interesting. First of all, very tasty hot chocolate. It uses the Mexican chocolate from Mexico. But we also found out that they use the, the, the hot chocolate is made with their corn dough. Now, who would ever think of putting corn dough in hot chocolate? I've never th heard of anything like this before, but that's how they make it. And it's this pure corn in the uh, hot chocolate. You don't taste the corn at all. You taste the chocolate, but it makes the hot chocolate a little bit thicker and really, uh, really filling. It was very good. Um, so on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, aside from the little shop downtown, they have to serve up a small menu of a few items uh, that people can come in and eat there. They only have a couple tables, but you can come in and eat there or you take it to go. So we tried the beef barbacoa tacos, which were really good, uh, made with their, of course, tortillas there, and this beef barbacoa, very good. Also tried a BC corn and Mexican corn tortilla. Now, it was like basically done as BC corn is the yellow, and they've done sort of a half breed, half tortilla with the Mexican corn, and the other half was the uh, purple reddish uh, corn from Mexico. So you got this kind of like interesting taco, the flavor. Now, I thought the flavor of the Mexican corn, corn was far better than the BC corn. I mean, it had flavor to it, but it's too expensive to import um, corn from Mexico currently. So they are using a BC corn, which was actually grown in Armstrong, BC. Uh, they are now working with a farm, a farmer though on Vancouver Island so that next summer's crop will be uh, BC corn grown on Vancouver Island and uh, they'll be using that. So it's going to make it like that 100-mile diet thing, forget about it. This is going to be very, very close. It's going to be farm-to-table corn that they're going to be able to use in their shop, making all the tortillas, supplying everybody in Van on Vancouver Island and hopefully on the uh, on the Vancouver Coast area as well. We also tried a chicken tinga tamale. They're making tamale uh, every week as well. Chicken tinga was very good. I really liked the tamale here. It was different than what I've had in Vancouver. It was like a thicker corn dough with the stuffing. It was much larger than what I've had in Vancouver as well. They tried that, had an iced hibiscus tea, and then an ice cream bar. And this was also, it was made by Kid Sister. It's a local ice cream company in Victoria. Uh, they made this kind of like an ice cream bar, but they used the corn dough again. So the corn dough comes up a lot, and it's interesting on how they're able to make all these different items with the corn dough. So very, very interesting. Check out my ease when you're downtown Victoria. I think they do a wonderful job. Looking forward to uh, seeing more from them down the road and then another spot we went to check out this is called the Esquimalt Roasting Company it's basically a coffee roaster in Esquimalt very close to downtown it was like a 10 minute drive from downtown very easy to find um, I'm not sure when they've opened I believe that they had opened up their uh, cafe a few months ago it's a beautiful cafe first of all in Esquimalt it was uh, you could see how much of a community feel it had because seeing while we were there that all these other people were talking to each other across the tables and like everyone knew everyone so that was really nice to see. At this point of the day, though, it was late afternoon. I couldn't really drink much more coffee. I've already had a few that day. So I had just an iced Americano so I could taste their coffee. But um, we, we really weren't hungry because we were having all these uh, bakery treats all day and just wanted to see the cafe. So that's what we did uh, on our way to Souk. So this is another spot I've been wanting to go for a while. So through the pandemic, I discovered uh, a restaurant up in the Souk area. And it just looked, everything they were posting looked amazing. I was following them. So I've been following them for over a year. But it was like, how do you get to Souk? I mean, I know how to get to Souk. But if you're in Vancouver and you want to head over to the island, you want to go for, to Souk for dinner, it's not so easy, really. Because like, you're coming on the ferry on Swartz Bay. And you can, yeah, you could sure you could drive straight to the restaurant. Restaurant opens later in the day, so 
most people are going to Victoria first. So getting to Souk is a bit of a, not a hassle, I want to say. It's a beautiful area. It's just, a, it takes a bit more, it takes a bit of time. Now, we ended up getting there through rush hour out of Victoria, which was quite busy. It took over an hour to get to Souk. I don't think it takes that long when it's non-rush hour, though. And they are widening the highway, so I think, you know, there's some promise there that probably by next summer it's going to be a lot easier to drive to Souk. Um, my last visit was over 30 years ago, so it was a long time ago. And, you know, to remember that, it was, like, hard to remember. But anyway, I got to Souk a little early in this crazy rain. And uh, we got to enjoy walking around Souk in the rain, but it was very, very pretty. And uh, then had dinner at Wild Mountain. So this was what an incredible restaurant. Like, kudos to the owners here. You've done a wonderful job. It's just like a gem on the west coast of Canada. Definitely on the furthest west you can go in Canada, pretty much, on the Vancouver Island, but called Wild Mountain. And uh, they're serving up pretty much everything that's grown in the area. and It's made into dishes. So uh, we had uh, the fire-roasted beets, just different textured beets. It was a very, very good dish to share. Really, really enjoyed that. And then... Um, we had their meatball pizza. They make their own pizzas with their own dough every day there. It is beautiful oven outside of the restaurant. It's huge, first of all, and it's a wood-fired oven. And everything is, a lot of the stuff is being made in this oven. Now, I do know that one thing I was hoping to do this summer was to get over there to sit outside of this restaurant because they have this beautiful patio. But, you know, like, it was just hard to, to do traffic and everything this summer. And by the time we get over there, we end up over there on this rainy time, so we sat inside. But anyways, I think one day I'd like to get back there to sit on their patio outside and really enjoy it. I think they've done a beautiful job there. Uh, so uh, we had that. The uh, meatball pizza was very good. And then also had their homemade cavatelli pasta. Uh, they make homemade pasta every so often, and that day they happened to have cavatelli. And that was also with more meatballs, but that was also very good. And it kind of fit the whole theme of... Uh, comfort food you know in this rainy weather um, it just it works really well we were quite full after that um, we really didn't have room for dessert we also had to sort of get going because we had to catch the ferry back to Vancouver so from there we went straight on over to Schwartz Bay Terminal that took a while because we we're still in the middle of rush hour but um, made it over there made it in time for our ferry and I uh, got to enjoy uh, we, one of the items that we took from uh, working culture bread was this Nanaimo bar so we had that for dessert while we were waiting for the ferry so all in all, a great trip, a bit of a quick trip, but we got to try a lot of different food in the cafes and bakeries in Victoria, a couple of restaurants, and, and chat with some people. So uh, a great visit to the to Victoria area and Souk. And if you're heading on over there, uh, definitely check out these places. My Vancouver Cake Challenge is on currently right now until November 7th. We've got six different entries this year um, in the challenge, uh, six different bakeries, cafes, and restaurants. So I'll just tell you a little bit about the different spots and uh, what they're featuring at Wicked Cafe. They are in the uh, South Granville neighborhood. They are featuring a Tom and Jerry cheesecake. This looks amazing visually. I have not tried this yet, but visually it looks amazing. It's um, it looks like a wedge of Swiss cheese. I mean, who would ever think that you'd make a, a wedge of Swiss cheese and it's actually a lemon souffle cheesecake. So I've heard it's incredible. I can't wait to try it. It is created by the owner. Doyen Lee, uh, he created this, and it's kind of a, he's Korean, and uh, he saw this, I guess he must have seen something like this in Korea, and uh, made it here, and um, it just looks incredible, so I can't wait to get in there to try it, and you should definitely try it too, we can do that until November 7th, and yeah, it's, it's, takeout is available, you can just head on in, in person, buy it, or you can get, even get delivery through Uber Eats. And you can also call them if you want to place an order, if you want to order eight or more pieces, 
24-hour advance notice at uh, 672-999-9493, Wicked Cafe. It's in South Granville on 7th Avenue. And then another uh, cake uh, that's in the uh, challenge. This is different. It's called a Pandan Coconut Mojito Cake. It's at uh, Minus Cake Boutique. They're in East Van on Kingsway. They're just very close to Burnaby. This looks very, very cool. So Minus Cake is all about this really cool kind of dessert cup they've made. Like it, It's like a little roundish kind of cup thing, and they put the cake inside the cup, and then um, you can choose whichever drink you want. They make this kind of bubble tea drinks, and they, they come uh, separately. So you can kind of decide which drink you want. So if you order the cake and the drink together, then when it's served to you at the table or even to go, the cake clips on to the drink container, and then you guys have like a two-in-one. So very, very creative here, very, very clever um, by uh, Sweki Chen. She's the owner, and um, I can't wait to try this. Her, I've tried her other cakes before and her drinks. They're all very, very good, very, very yummy. So I am looking forward to trying this one as well. House-made pandan water with pure coconut, pure, pure coconut cream base. And they added mint chocolate chips uh, to add some flavor of the cake. So it all sounds very, very good and can't wait to try that. So you should try that as well. They're at 3615 Kingsway in Vancouver. Um, and it's available all the time. It's takeout, dine-in, everything. You can just look for Minus Cake Boutique. And then uh, now this next cake is done a little bit differently. So this is uh, Chef Martha Ebro has created this burnt orange and hazelnut chocolate cake. It looks incredible on Instagram. It looks incredible on my you look at the Vancouver Foodster's site for the cake challenge, you'll see this. Um, so Heritage Baking is not a restaurant. It's not a um, bakery with a standalone location. They work out of a Cohill Commissary on Powell Street. And basically to get their cakes, you just need to do a one-day-in-advance pre-order. You can pre-order online at heritagebakingvancouver.com, or you can just email them at info at heritagebakingvancouver.com. Or even just DM them on Instagram and just give 24 hours notice and you can pick up uh, the cake from them. They're doing uh, two sizes. A, a six-inch cake is $40 and a single is $7. So, you know, if you want to order yourself a few singles perhaps or just like one of the larger cakes, you can do this. It just sounds incredible. It's beautiful looking. Layers of hazelnut crumble, moist Valrona, devil's food cake, burnt orange oranges that were roasted until it starts to burn, hazelnut mousseline, salted caramel covered in dark chocolate Valrona, Wanja glaze, a vanilla scented orange segments, and homemade cookie dust. Just sounds incredible. Looks beautiful as well. So check out the burnt orange and hazelnut chocolate cake at Heritage Baking. That's also on now till, till November 7th. And they are located at 1507 Powell Street, just where Andina Brewery is, just sort of at the back of uh, Andina Brewing. And then uh, over at Simmet Bakery Cafe, now they've got two locations. The newest location just opened in Kitsilano recently on 4th Avenue across from Whole Foods. And then they've got another location on Broadway in Mount Pleasant. They're doing the Berry Garden San Sebastian Cheesecake. This also looks beautiful. I've, I've tried their cheesecake in the past, but not this one yet. I am looking forward to trying this one. So this one has, it's basically the Berry Garden. So you have all these different berries on top of the cake. Uh, makes making it look beautiful, and uh, you also may want to pair it with their uh, Turkish coffee if you're if you're going inside the uh, bakery cafe. But very very light souffle, not souffle, but very very light kind of San Sebastian Basque style cheesecake. Uh, they're also selling it as a slice or whole cake uh, per slice at six ninety nine, or whole cake is fifty five dollars for a nine inch. 
uh, San Sebastian cake. I think you should use some a, a day's notice for that, and you can uh, you can call in an order and you can get one of these uh, cakes uh, to go and enjoy it with your whole family or your friends. So definitely want to check them out. Then over at Trees Coffee, now this is this one is only available at their Trees Coffee four five zero Granville Street location, downtown Vancouver. That's their main location. It's called the Tiramisu Cheesecake. It looks beautiful as well. Now this one is $7.95 a slice or a whole cheesecake is $62 and they just need a day's notice as well for this one if you want to order a whole cake so you can definitely do that or get it with a slice but it's tiramisu cheesecake so it sounds very very rich creamy and it looks really good and then um, after them we've got the three sisters now this is food by fanda restaurant so this is a little bit different it's a restaurant in downtown langley and uh, they are making this uh, the Three Sisters is what it's called. It's a cake trio. So you've got three different cakes, and they're all slightly different. So uh, the first one is a pandan leaf custard with kiwi jelly. The second is a coconut custard with fresh coconut meat and coconut jelly. And the third is a passion fruit custard with passion fruit jelly, also all with a uh, coconut whipped primo on top. And they're three individual cakes, so you can enjoy them by yourself. You can enjoy them as a sharing option with a one other person, perhaps. And uh, But no, for this, because they are a restaurant, they're not stocking these cakes all the time, you have to pre-order here. So you've got to have at least one day's notice for pre-order. But it is not available between October 30th and November 10th, as their, uh, their chef will be away. So not available October 30th and November 10th, but it is available every other day between now and November 7th. Uh, so actually, basically, between now and October 30, or 30th is the time to get it. Um, you can also get takeout and delivery by DoorDash, Ship the Dishes, Uber Eats, but you must pre-order this. So um, I would just suggest you give them a call. Uh, don't DM them here. That's not a good idea on Instagram. Definitely phone them if you want to place an order. 604-530-6803 to place an order for Food by Fanta or their uh, cake trio, The Three Sisters. Now, something a little bit different here. I had a, tried a meal kit service recently called the Vegano Foods. Now, through COVID, I was doing a lot of different meal kit, kit company services, just trying out different ones. Uh, one of my favorites was Fresh Prep. I think Fresh Prep always did a great job in the Vancouver base as well. Now, here comes a, ve a vegan version of it. I think the people that own v uh, Vegano Foods has done a fantastic job. It's very similar idea to, to Fresh Prep. Um, their packaging was bang on, their delivery was really good service, and it's all really good ingredients um, in the different dishes that they're doing. Um, simple recipes, actually even simpler than it was with the Fresh Prep, but um, you get a, in this case, with Fresh Prep I believe you had a, a card, but now they're doing it differently. So they have a QR code um, attached to each package, so you can just use your phone, the QR code, and you get the recipe right there tells you what to do and basically every dish is 30 minutes or under so very easy and just wholesome ingredients just very good but of course it's all vegan which is good because if you are vegan you don't have to worry because they've really they've totally thought this through and if you're not vegan I think this is good to have some plant-based um, dishes in your diet anyways so I'm sure a lot of people that are ordering from them right now are not vegan I think people just want to try something a bit more healthy and this is one of the right ways to do it. So I just thought they did a great job. I tried three different dishes during the week. And I cooked up three all these different dishes. Now, I chose them based on looking at their menu. What I thought would be interesting to try. And something maybe perhaps something different. 
So um, the first one I made was a Japanese tofu katsu curry, which was very good. It was very easy kind of to make, and it had this cup. But it was it was kind of have an element of more of an element of deep fried, which I didn't particularly want. But anyway, it was a very tasty dish. Uh, another dish I made was the uh, smoked tofu and Brussels sprouts on a blend of harissa hummus. And lastly, I made a Persian saffron cauliflower. My favorite, though, out of all of them, was the smoked tofu and Brussels sprouts on a bed of harissa hummus. That was very good. Very light dish. It wasn't overly heavy. And I just, I, my, it was my favorite one to cook. It was my favorite one to eat. So, uh, but I, what I really liked here is it's how uh, the service is done. And, and, and they, I think they just do a great job. And if you want to save yourself some money, if you want to use my code, I've got a code that says it's a veg uh, van foodster. Uh, 20. So if you use that code and punch it down their website when you're actually placing the order, you get uh, $20 off your first order. So you know what? Save 20 bucks. Give them, place an order. Use my code VegVanFoodster20 and you'll get yourself $20 off your first order. So definitely want to check out Vegano Foods. And then another spot, another thing that, now this is something I don't usually talk about apps, but I have just come across an app. It's a Vancouver, it's not a Vancouver-based app, but it is available in Vancouver. It just recently started, I think about three or four weeks ago in Vancouver. It's called Too Good To Go App. Now, it's an anti-food waste app. What I love here is a lot of cafes and restaurants over the past while, I mean, it's been around for ages, anytime they had leftovers, they would donate to the food bank or Vancouver Food Runners or, or different organizations where people um, could enjoy some of the food. If you were homeless, that kind of thing, you could get the food. But the problem during COVID is, Nobody wants to share the food. A lot of restaurants don't because of, you know, people potentially breathing, whatever, uh, didn't want to donate the food. A lot of people, people didn't want food donated to them because of COVID. So a lot of it went to waste and it was like a lot of money that was out the door and everybody's like, no one's gaining from this. It's just waste. So along comes an app. Now I did a little research on this app. The app is actually based out of Denmark, uh, founded by a woman in Denmark and, um, they are now, uh, this app is available in many countries around the world, and Canada has been added recently. Vancouver um, is the only West Coast city that I could see that is, has this app. I actually know of restaurants in Victoria, which are now interested in uh, being part of this, so I, I don't know how the process is of how that actually works, but I'm sure you'll eventually see it in Victoria as well. But I love it. It's a free app. You can get it from the uh, App Store for your iPhone, I believe for your Android as well, and uh, just download it, and then just scroll through it and basically you get these different deals. You'll see there, it, it's hard to watch this all the time. I don't have time to watch this all day, but people will, I suppose. And there's constant offers popping up all day long from bakeries and cafes and supermarkets that you're going to know. Like you're going to see this going, wow, these guys are on it. So I've seen Honolulu Coffee on here, Terra Breads, all their locations now are using it. So at the end of the day or however they do it, they go, we have excess, we have like, extra baking we have extra meals so they put it out there and they go we have like five or we have ten or whatever it is and then it's price discounted so um so i did one yesterday because i was like i don't know how this works i want to see how it works myself so i ordered through from uh through the app i ordered glory juice it said um you will get uh leftover from the day uh some juices and or a snack. So that's what I was assuming it was going to be. It was $5.99. So you put $5.99 through the, through the system. You get a, a little notification back. You pay for it right now. And it says you have to pick up your order within half an hour or whatever it is. In my case, it was half an hour. And then you go pick it up. And then it's going to give you $18 worth of food. So it's a great idea. Now, the only thing is the surprise element. 
some people don't like don't mind surprises like you're like picking up something and you're like that's so excited what am i going to get okay there is that i don't like surprises so i'm not really for them um, I did it because I wanted to see how this actually worked. I think it's a great idea for most people. I think it's a terrific idea. Not really for me because I really don't like the surprise element of things. I like to know what food and drink I'm going to get when I actually order it. But that's me. I'm, I'm different than most people. I think for everybody else, though, I think it's a great idea. You're going to save, definitely save yourself some money. And you're going to end up with some nutritious food. And, um, and it doesn't go to waste. So I think that is a great idea. Definitely want to check out this, this app. It's a great idea, and it is a download free in the App Store. Thank you for listening to this week's show. Tune into the next episode next week to hear more interviews with chef and cookbook authors, as well as other features. Please tell your friends about this podcast and have them subscribe to the Van Foodster Podcast and Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, and Amazon Music to hear my weekly show covering the food scene in and outside of Vancouver.